Well, hello and welcome to Watch What Crap Ends, the podcast for all that crap we love to talk about on your Roths. I'm Ronnie. That's Ben over there. Hi, Ben. Hi, Ronnie. How are you? Good. How's everything going on this fine Monday? Oh my God, it's just grand. What a what a fine final Monday of the summer. I mean, I know summer technically ends mid-September, but we all know summer ends this week. <laughs> so whoa, that got that turned into a downer. It was actually supposed to be an upper. Like, this is a I'm having a lovely day. I'm having a lovely day. <laughs> well, summer can die all at once. I'm in Texas. So <laughs> bye summer. Hate ya. Go wow. away, please. Can't wait to wear, put some jogging pants on. Can't wait to change from jogging shorts into jogging pants. <laughs> yeah, Texas summer. Very um, exciting time. Um, so today is Real Housewives of Atlanta Day. It's also Take a Seat Day. That is whoa. our live show over on Spotify Live. Okay. So just come over there. That's an app, Spotify Live. It's free. Okay. So just join us there. We're there from. We're there at 7 p.m. Pacific time, 10 p.m. Eastern. It's a live show, so you guys call in, we talk. I'm sure tonight's going to be all about this Real Housewives of Beverly Hills mess because gotta be. there's a lot of mess to cover on Oof. that one. Also, big. it's a day of our Winter is Crappening podcast. It's a Monday, so guess what? We talk about Game of Thrones, which right now is House of the Dragon. That is its own feat, so go find that at Winter is Crappening. Like and subscribe. And... I think that's that. And now, here we are for Real Housewives of Atlanta. Will Sheree get her joggers in? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> now, um, I was really impressed with this episode because um, Trixie Monocle, right out the gate, did something I never thought would be possible. She rhymed Atlanta with hospitality. And you think, wait, how does anyone rhyme Atlanta with hospitality? It's literally two different phonics at the end of those words. But this is what she sang, and forgive me, I don't remember the melody, but we'll just have to assume it was really good. Uh, she goes, Welcome to Atlanta, we give you that southern hospitality. I was like, oh, <laughs> so you just added we to the end of Atlanta. Or maybe it's an E. Could well, be wrong. she's stretching over there. She's stretching <laughs> her skills. Stretching those <laughs> skills, tricks. <laughs> is that all that it takes for songwriting? You just have to... Just if, if you can't make it rhyme, just throw in the throw in the phonic, and then there you go, you know? I think they were worried in production. They were like, guys, is this a strong enough opening? They're like, I don't know. You know what? Let's just start the previous lease with this. Jamaica! Pa, 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 pa. Like, okay, I, I think they officially know that I want to kill them right now, and they're just going to play that as much as they can. <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah so it opens like little things going on around town and it's candy and like i think her like almost her own i think her only scene in the episode candy has brought ace to his acting class which of course we should have known that she is prepping him for an acting career and um uh she's talks about how she does audition tapes with him and everything Candy doesn't <laughs> birth babies she birds she births trademarks okay no one should be surprised by this yeah <laughs> I mean, no one should be surprised. I mean, look at the number of legacy um, actors and actresses in Hollywood. Like, the Dakota Johnsons and the, you know, I mean, there's, like, Kelsey Grammer's daughter. and Like, everyone has, like, a daughter or wow. a son. I feel like <laughs> wow, that was quite a jump. I was just thinking, I don't know why Grammer I went to Kelsey. Kelsey. What Grammer's about Kate Hudson herself? <laughs> I mean, Meryl Streep. Come Meryl Streep. How, how are you Meryl jumping to Kelsey Grammer's daughter? Well, because she was on that show Greek, actually. Not the one, not not the not Kelsey Grammer's daughter with Camille, who's now like a model, but the other one. 
Oh. Jessica Capshaw. There, gotcha, Kate Capshaw. It's taken 10 years, but we finally got you on this podcast. <laughs> But there's so much nepotism. So, of course, Candy's going to be like, oh, my son will benefit from that nepotism and entertainment. And good for her, you know. A hundred percent good for her. Not sure about Ace yet, (laughs) but, you know, (laughs) um, I respect the hustle. He's like, I'm Ace Walsh Tucker. Line. Hey, I have peanut butter. Line. It's like, oh, no. (laughs) He I'm was definitely giving like energy. He was definitely giving olive energy from Bullets Over Broadway. <laughs> to be or not, line charmed, charmed. I'm sure charmed. charmed. If that little boy starts walking around that house, I'll sing charmed, charmed. I'm sure charmed, charmed. It'll make my heart swell. Oh, he's cute. So they're like, whoa, you did it. You finally got your peanut butter stuck on the roof of your mouth, and it tastes so good lying down. And I was like, well, who wrote that line anyway? I know. What are we teaching our children? Oh, wait, there's a knock on the acting studio door. Oh, my God, it's Drew Sedora. Hey, Drew, I just want to know, are you doing the Uta Hagen method when you're talking about peanut butter? Like, what does the peanut butter smell like? Do you have? What does it look like? Is it chunky? Is it smooth? I just need to know these things, Ace. <laughs> Uh, so then we head over to Marlo's. She is unpacking stuff. And my babies are coming back home. <laughs> so she calls um, Crystal, her sister. And she's like, are you at work? No, she's she's at the fucking grocery store. <laughs> yeah, she's at work. She's got a mask, a fucking hat. She's like in a full hazmat suit. I- I know. She's like a full like nurse uniform. <laughs> like, no, she's at Chuck E. Cheese right now. <laughs> and she's like, yes, Crystal, with your tag. It's like, that's what you're <laughs> noticing? Uh, so she tells us she's missed the boys because they've been gone a month now. And uh, she's like, is it a surprise or did you tell them they're coming? You know, and how have you been with them? Have you given them structure? You got to love Marlo talking on the phone to a woman who's probably working 12 hours a day. She's calling her at work. And the poor lady has to go home to like four toddlers and her two kids. You know, (laughs) how have you been with the structure? (laughs) I know. Crystal's like, get these kids out of here. So um, basically, uh, Crystal's like, well, they don't get it. They don't take their medicine. They don't wash the dishes. And um, they're basically a disaster, (laughs) you know? So Marlo is going to be meeting with an educational aide to help her instill discipline for the boys. Um, But she's also really um, enjoyed having 30 days to herself. Yeah. And she's like, I just want them to be the best that they can be, which gave me army vibes. So I was like, please leave those, because that's the next step. Because Crystal's going to be like, no, I'm not taking them again because they didn't make their bed. You know, she'll be yeah. fine in the army. <laughs> I like to sing my intentions with classic songs. <laughs> classic commercials. Uh, so she's like, you know, I want to teach these kids that they they need to have a plan in life and you have to get it into your mind that you just do well in school because you're supposed to do well in school you don't get gucci for doing well in school even though that is the aim of her actual charity which is <laughs> to <laughs> give like makeovers and, like, okay you get gucci but just one just one <laughs> also i don't 
approve of this because anybody who's ever even been around a kid knows that of course your kids get grades because they get stuff out of my niece didn't even poop without an m&m as a prize <laughs> i mean that girl could hold i'm surprised she didn't die of septic what do you call it i'm surprised she didn't like- go septic <laughs> <laughs> that girl was bloating up like Violet from Willy Wonka the Chocolate Factory until you waved an M&M in front of her face and then she would poop. I was, you know, the old, I, my parents would never, my parents would refuse to do anything like that. I had to, <laughs> I had to find my own drive. The only exception was in preparing for my bar mitzvah. I remember there was one prayer that I was, I just did not, I hated it. And my, my dad did promise he would buy me a video game if I just freaking sat down and learned it. It was like the only time. And man, <laughs> did I learn that prayer so quickly. <laughs> man, did I nail Aluhainu. Nailed it! <laughs> it was Ashray. That's what it was. Oh, Ashray, the bane of my existence. But it was worth it for that, for like Mega Man 2. <laughs> Oh wow! So uh, I'm gonna get some other... messages being like, being it's like, so funny, I did that that's... for Ashray also. Yeah, that's what we also call Jesus. So it's so funny that it's really Ashray, Mega Man. Oh, <laughs> uh, so the kids are going to be back in five days, and she's talking to the little bear. She's like, Mister Billy, Dirty Williams coming back. What do you think of that? I don't know why I thought that was so funny. <laughs> the, bear so, probably, the bear probably like, I don't want to be masturbated on anymore with your oh teenage son. What's going on over there after that well, bar mitzvah? After that bar mitzvah. <laughs> We're no, too deep into childhood memories now, guys. We've officially crossed the child memory line. Well, listen, I just, you know, I just assume I learned everything from Bridesmaids and that one scene where Wendy, what's her face, is like, there's just semen everywhere. <laughs> Teenage boy. He's, they're like, oh, semen everywhere. <laughs> That's just what I imagine all, all like adolescent or like teen, tween or teenage boys are doing. It's like, <laughs> God. Um, so now it's very dramatic music because Drew is on the couch. Um, which, <laughs> I mean, okay. So JoJo is asking if Ralph will help with homework. It's like, okay. And go, Daddy, will you help me with my homework? Oh, yeah, I'm going to help you. Yep, yep, that's chapter three. It's like, oh, so this doesn't <laughs> seem a like a planned out scene at all, guys. I just got a phone call. Oh, your dad's like a little upset that he can't help you with his homework, so he's going to help you at some point indeterminately. So, unfortunately, I can't help you with the homework anymore. Sorry, kid. <sighs> chapter 32. So, Chef Chastity is over there. Um which yeah. cracks me up that Drew has a personal chef. And it's she's just, like, um, I don't feel anything. Are you touching my toes? I just feel so bad, babe. I mean, we really wanted to go to Jamaica, and we didn't get to do anything. And scene, that was actually me playing the role of someone who didn't get to do anything in Jamaica. Thank you so much. Thanks, Uda. That was mm. Uda for you. Uh, so Sheree so comes over, and um, Drew lists all the shit that was wrong with her. I don't really care. But she did have stitches. She had stitches. She had full surgery. She the reason why she um, she ruptured her Achilles is because she was overcompensating for the other one. Which I feel like is, there's got to be a metaphor in there for Drusador somehow. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's like the season one to season two overcompensation. Not sure. By the way, her private chef is the same one who was doing the uh, meal plans earlier in the season for drop it, drop it with Drew. Yeah. 
of Chef Chastity. Yeah. And so um, she's all drugged out, and Sheree's like, can you believe it? It's me, your arch nemesis. And she's like, well, I don't really know how we even got to where we got, Sheree. Uh, You were an asshole. That's how you got there. (laughs) But I really appreciate this, because we've just never really had a chance, and I just think you're so cool. And Sheree's like, well, I don't want to see anyone hurt. You know, I don't. I don't like any kind of murder, even if it's of someone that I hate. Okay. Yeah, she goes. You know what? I think I, I just I just don't think that we got off the right foot. I'm like, wow, that's a little too <laughs> soon, Sheree, to be using that kind of language. I mean, do you do you see her for crying out loud? She we got off okay off on that foot. foot, but we got off too okay on the other foot, which ruptured the other the first foot. <laughs> so then Sonia arrives. So it's Sonia and Sheree, which is sort of surprising because. Drew has such an up and down history with them. And, um, but then like, this is, that, that's what they're joking about, you know? And they're like, wow, I can't believe it's you two here before even Marlo. And Trey's like, look at God, look at God, or the producers of the show <laughs> yeah. who scheduled this scene for us. So Chastity's like, here's your fucking lamb chops. Okay. Thanks for really, <laughs> you know, focusing on my food. Here's your lamb chops on some TV trays, you dicks. Yeah. <laughs> and um, they start talking about Marlo and how it's the Twilight Zone that they're all getting along. And then it's time to gossip about the last dinner in Jamaica. Pop, 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 pop. So Sonia's like, where should we start? Where should we even start with this? And she goes, Sonia and Kenya, when you said, what's up, Kenya? Oh, the way that you said, What's up, Kenya? Oh, Drew, let me reenact it for you. I'm sorry, where are you? Jamaica. How do I know that? <laughs> smells like river. What are the you sounds? wearing? Oh, for Christ's sake. Okay, are there parrots? Are there parrots <laughs> making noise? Has the bird shit on anybody? I need to know <laughs> the atmosphere. <laughs> um, so, so, yeah, she's like, what did she say? And she goes, she said it just like this. What's up, Kenya? Can you believe it? And Sonia's like, I was not prepared. That girl ate me up. <laughs> we see flashbacks of like Kenya just destroying Sonia at the table. And Sheree's like, what's up? So, Sonia is so all of us because she goes, you know, like, I feel like I'm winning in my head. <laughs> but the words aren't coming out. <laughs> I'm like, that's me every time I feel like there's like a, there's like a surly, <laughs> like... There's like like a, a an electrician, and you're like, um, something's not working right. And like, well, did you check it? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I, I, I just, you know, yeah, I'd that's like. totally both of us. Because when we tell each other <laughs> stories, we're like, and then I'm gonna tell this person if you don't like it, then you can back the fuck up. And then that person walks up, we're like, hi, how are you? <laughs> I'm, I'm such a wuss with confrontations. Uh, so Sheree is like, um, she's like, well, yeah, sometimes you just got to give it back to her. And you don't just keep poking and poking and poking and poking. Just like I did five times. Drew's foot right now. You did? She really doesn't feel it. Feels nothing down there. <laughs> oh, my God. My other finger's hurting. It's like it's overcompensating for your poking. <laughs> <laughs> so Sheree's like, well, you know that Kenya felt some type of way with Ross, and she said that he was aggressive with a group of women when he was defending you. Are you mad? So can somebody come over here and make her mad? <laughs> like, I didn't come here for fucking lamb chops. <laughs> I know. And then we see the clip of Kenya saying, well, what do you mean he's not aggressive? What's your definition? Yelling and cursing at a woman? A woman! 
So Sonia's like, well, she wishes she had a man that would stand up for her. How about that? She's never experienced a love like that before. Okay, my husband, when he thought I was being attacked, he stood up for me. And they're like, yay, Sonia, you know. It's time for a commercial. It's time for a Crappens commercial. Yeah, and of course, Sonia. Herself now. Of course, Sonia has no chill. She's, it's like Sonia isn't, she's not second season yet, so she doesn't know to save this for a party. You know, right. she's like, I'm calling her right now, which <laughs> you can't do yeah. that, especially with Kenya, because Kenya will just leave the fight. She'll just hang up on you. Just hang up. Yeah, there's an out, <laughs> easy out. So she calls up Kenya and she's like, Hi, Kenya. And Kenya's like, Hi, is everything okay? And she's like, I was calling you because I was sitting here with Sheree, and she told me th- uh, some of the stuff that you said, and so I wanted to ask you about it. And Kenya's, like, clearly just woken up from a nap. She's like, what? Like, when? And she's like, well, she was saying that you said that Ross was aggressive, and you felt that he was berating a group of women. And <laughs> Kenya's just like, um, I, I'm trying to process, like, like, what mode do I have to be in? I feel like I'm shooting a scene, and I didn't realize I was shooting yeah. a scene. <laughs> And Sonia's like, oh, the cat got your tongue now? And she's like, uh, can I just wake up and I'll call you back? And Sonia's like, well, this girl needs to understand my boundaries. And that really upset me, Kenya. And she tells us, she, know what that mean? she knows what that means to call a black man aggressive. And Kenya's like, okay, Sonia, okay, okay. I don't think I ever used that word. <laughs> it's like a clip. What, what do you think aggressive is? That, if that's not aggressive, then what is aggressive? Oh, my God. I love being on this. We should name this raft aggressive. <laughs> I thought this raft raft aggressive, <laughs> named after Ross. I thought I this rafting word. trip was going to be more aggressive, like Ross. <laughs> Have you been to Ross dress for less re- recently? Their sales are very aggressive, <laughs> much like Ross himself, right? No, I don't think I use that word. <laughs> so Sonia's like, "Well, I don't appreciate you talking about him at all. How about that?" And if you didn't use the word, that was the sentiment, and that's not cool. And <laughs> basically, Kenya's like, "Uh, can't talk now." And she's like, "Okay, bye, bitch." <laughs> yeah. So this is like strike three. Sonia says this is strike three for Kenya. You know, after Kenya hung up on her earlier and then was disrespectful in Jamaica, and now it's coming for Ross. So and uh, Sheree's she- like, "Listen." You just need a little woosa right now. In this, what are you talking about? You just got her all upset about it. Yeah, Drew meanwhile is just completely passed out, much like I'm sure many audiences are at her stage performances. <laughs> Look at Drew acting like an audience. <laughs> Drew's like, "This was actually method acting. I've been awake this entire time. Thank you so much." Sometimes to make an audience feel things, you need to know how the audience is. Oh, you're asleep. So. You know, that happened to me once, uh, sort of, where in in college, I was uh, taking a film class, and we had to, like, act, like, f- whatever reason, like, we were doing, we had to film a scene in the front of the class, and so I was, like, uh, I had to be a, someone's passed out on a sofa, so, like, okay, so they put me on a sofa, and they acted out a scene in front of me. But I then I fell asleep on the sofa in front of the class, and I was out for like forty-five minutes. I just remember at one point hearing the professor say, "Just, just let him be. <laughs> just let him. He's sleeping. Just." Let him. I was like, I just like slept in front of a class. Ben's method right now. Just let him live in that place. It was a Juicedora moment for me. Yeah. So then we go to Sheree, and she's got all these models lined up. And um, she is working with a lady named Rowan, who. Um, is amazing. Could you could somebody bring her a peach, please? Loved her. 
<laughs> this lady is amazing, and she does not give a fuck. Yeah, she, this was this was an amazing scene. So basically, Rowan is putting together is a consultant or whatever, putting together the She by Sheree fashion show. And Sheree's like, oh, by the way, my friend Kenya's coming by. and She could be a little shady. So, uh, you know, just be prepared. <laughs> and Kenya comes in, like, just in, in like, top, top tier shade level. And she's just like, I'm just going to be so obnoxious this scene. She's like, I'm just going to let it all out today. Yeah. She's like, oh, yes, she by Sheree, yes. So um, would you ask her why she didn't call me to pose so you could have a block of models out there to show up instead of whatever's out there? So what did they do? Just post on Twitter? Like, Yeah, I think on the, on the story. Oh, yeah, because Rowan says, uh, she goes, well, we wanted to keep it on the down low as per Sheree's wishes. And then we see Sheree's Instagram, which is like, models, 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 come. It's going to be filmed on Bravo. It's by Sheree Whitfield. Come to the modeling session. And like only one person liked it. Oh, <laughs> it's like, oh no. yeah, we want to keep it down low. It's just more like, no, only a few people showed up. And Kenya's like, how do you get people here if you don't use my name? Hello? Um, so Rowan's just like, um, okay, well, we're just gonna go, go ahead with this then. And Kenya's like, um, this laid back attitude isn't gonna work. We are under fire. Snap out of it. Yeah. And so then they sit down on the sofas where they're going to be looking at the models and the sofas are like to the side. And Kenya's like, um, why aren't we facing the way so we can actually see, see it the way the audience would. And Rowan is like, well, this is how I normally do my fashion shows. Oh, so the wrong way. The wrong way. <laughs> Sheree's like, Kenya, Kenya. And Rowan is like, no, it's not the wrong way. Well, is it possible that we face the runway so we can actually see them walk? Just like the hundreds of runways that we always see. Me and my hundreds of runways. Oh, gosh, she's terrible. Also, you're saying you want to see them like the audience sees them. The audience sees them from the side. Yeah. Right? Where do the Project <laughs> Runway uh, judges sit? You know? Yes. So uh, she's like, okay, I will move some chairs. No problem. Okay. <laughs> and then uh, Kenya's like, well, they need to be real models. And Juan's like, well, you have to have a budget for real models. And, and then like, ooh, oh, oh, really? And Sheree's like, um, well, we'll have whatever you need. Rowan, um, what budget do you need for real models? Which <laughs> <laughs> It's like two fifty to five hundred for models for one night. And, you can't in, in cast Atlanta. Twitter people as your models. What the hell, Sheree? So Kenya's like, well, that's a reasonable amount of money, and Sheree's like, and that's for real models. Sheree, <laughs> you could give a real model like a shawl, and they. I mean, you have to offer something, you know, twenty dollars, something. <laughs> yeah, although two fifty to five hundred feels actually like a little low. I feel like for like a model. But, you know, who knows? So, anyway, Sheree, but then Sheree is, like, coming up with excuses. She's like, well, it's just, it's too late. It's too late to do that. And Kenya's like, it's not too late. And Sheree's like, well, I've already spent a million dollars to get these samples. Which is also funny. Like, if you spend a million dollars, just spend, like, $500 more. Like, you've already, it's at that point. It's, like, yeah. it's all a loss anyway. <sighs> so silly. So, um, Kenya's like, all right, next. So there's people walking, and they're all five foot six. Like almost every single one of them is five foot six. Mm -hmm. And Kenya goes, "Oh, you tiny little thing!" 
And then they just start getting shorter and shorter. And um, Kenya's like, well, okay, you, uh, five foot four and a half. I like you. So we don't have your contact info on this picture. Like, I asked for all the contact info to be on the pictures. Ruan's like, this is not how we do it. Okay, I purposely don't have that. She's like, I need it on the picture. We're doing it my way. Sirvan's like, that's okay if it, if it makes her feel better. And Kenny goes, it does make me feel better. She goes, I'm happy for you. I'm happy for me, too. Ruan's like, confetti. <laughs> confetti. She hates Kenya. I don't blame her. Oh, my God. What a monster. So the male models now come in, and Kenya's like, okay, can we see this with some oil on? <laughs> Sheree has some. Would you like her to put it on for you? And Ruan's like, keep her professional, please. Keep it <laughs> yeah and um basically kenya's just like nervous for sheree because she doesn't want sheree to fail because she doesn't have any more fails left which is a lie on bravo you have actually many fails left always at all times so rowan is like um this isn't my first rodeo i promise and kenny goes well looks like your first rodeo <laughs> <laughs> kenny what an asshole but what a funny asshole hilarious they need to cast rowan immediately i would love to see her after a few episodes of warm-up yeah so then ralph does a photo shoot with a really weird bustier style vest I, with his boobs hanging close. out I'm like what are you auditioning for fucking uh western <laughs> like to play a madam in a western saloon like what's going on i hated it i noticed that also like you know the blazer and the pants were fine but like that weird vest that was it was like a like a bustier it just it just was it's so weird it was <laughs> It's like you want to keep breastfeeding, but you also want to go to a formal event. Like, I'm not sure exactly what was going on. It was very LVP in a, you know, Vanderpump Rules interview, you know, like, you know, where she's got like her boobs up, but she's got that weird bustier vest going on with like, his didn't have rhinestones on it at least, but like. Yeah, he's like a pussy bow away from a Vanderpump. (laughs) So Pastor Jeanette, Drew's mom is there and she's like, oh, well, I didn't know who's going to be doing all of this. Like, all of this, because he's, like, walking. He's like, I may be five foot four, but I'm a model. <laughs> yeah, he's running down his number on the back of his headshot. It's, but like, <laughs> it's the episode for really short models. Yeah, it's like, finally. So, um, yeah, I like Jeanette, Jeanette saying, I never knew he was going to be doing all this. That could just be the name of Ralph's next book. <laughs> all the things we never knew Ralph would be doing. So, um, uh, yeah, so he's just like scowling at the camera, taking these really cheesy photos in an outfit we have to imagine was paid for or was made by his tailor that he had dinner on on the roof of. So um, uh, basically, uh, Drew is happy because she feels like Ralph has been sharing more about his book ever since Jamaica, as in like he probably like read a paragraph. So that's like enough for her to feel like she's part of the process. So she's like down to write the forward now. She literally, yeah, she says she's, she's going to write the forward. So she's part of the process now. She's so crazy. And she's also playing both sides so poorly, you know, like, her mom, she's like, yeah, I mean, now look, he's doing all of this stuff. We don't even know what's going on in the book. I'm so proud of you, Ralph. I'm so proud of you and everything that you're doing. Can you believe it? He's having this photo shoot. Oh, you look so great in your photo shoot. I'm so glad we could do this to you. I'm like, geez, at least wait for the other person to leave the room, you know? <laughs> I feel like Ralph's photos looked kind of like the things you see in, like, a barbershop, you know? Like, you know, those, like, books of just, like, Cheesy poses. (laughs) Yeah. 
<laughs> so um, then, uh, so she mentions that she's going to be doing a surprise do-over party for, for Marlo and Kenya, which could be the party at the end of the episode. Um, and the guys is that, like, the, the she's going to trick them into coming over because uh, it's going to be like a get, get well soon party for Drew, but it's really going to be a surprise birthday party for both of them. Uh, and Jeanette's kind of like, okay, cool. Now uh, I want to talk more about my grandson and why your husband hasn't adopted him yet. So let's talk about that instead. So Ralph is ba- Ralph does his whole bullshit thing. Where he's like, well, I wanted to talk to Josiah first, and like I wanted JoJo to navigate his journey, and like I also had the opportunity to talk to Ricky, and I told him I'm considering adopting JoJo, and he he paused for a second and said, man, I don't know what to say. This really hurts, and I can't tell you not to adopt him, but I want to fight for the opportunity to be a father in his life. Which is why I'm going to show up at one of his basketball practices. So please don't adopt him. Yeah, he showed up at one. He goes, yeah, he he attended a basketball practice. So, you know, he's making an effort. (laughs) He's in all this time. He showed up at one basketball practice. No, sir. You're running from something. Okay. You don't want to sign those papers in case you leave Drew. Okay. We all know it. So Some the mom's sort of like, well, uh, when he gets to be a young man, he's like, listen, if he says he wants me to adopt him, then I will. But, you know, I've already committed to Ricky, which is more important. You know, I mean, the guy <laughs> did come to a basketball practice. So I think that trumps the feelings of a kid that I'm raising currently. So I feel like, isn't it more? I mean, I don't know. I'm not a child psychologist, nor am I a parent, but I feel like it's more significant if like the father makes the overture to say, I'm going to be here so much in your life that I'm going to adopt you. Not like, hey, could you adopt me? <laughs> okay, yeah. I guess I will. Like, <laughs> Well, you know, Christmas is coming and he asked for some Legos instead of an adoption. So, you know, I'm just going to go with his wishes. Yeah, I don't know. Like, as a kid, like, a kid may not realize that that option is available. Although, even though Ralph says that he's had this conversation. I don't know. I think the whole thing is just, you either say you're going to do it or you don't. You know, yeah, it's, it's fine if he doesn't do point. it, but yeah, it's weird. It's fishy. So, um, he's like, you know, I mean, what is it? What is being someone's parent? It's a piece of paper. Adoption. Come on. It's a piece of paper. Okay. Like, I don't need a, a five page receipt from CVS to know that I bought Advil there one day. And Drew's <laughs> like, well, so is marriage. That's just a piece of paper. So why did we get married then? Exactly. God, I'm glad you get it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so then um, uh, now we go over to Marlo and the kids are home at long last the kids are home and William is working with with uh, Marlo's assistant Ryan with like some homework or reading or whatever and Michael comes in the kitchen and Marlo's just talking about how happy she is to have the boys finally at home and how like she used to always have to beg them to take showers and now they came home and they like each took like a one hour shower and you know they uh, they missed her and they said they even admitted they needed structure. And she's like, okay, I know you're not happy with your flip phones, but what do you have to do to get your real phones back? And like, be good and do chores. And what do I say when it gets tough? Blame your childhood. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Gold star. Gold star. <laughs> yeah, so they're happy to be back in, like a, in a big house, mainly. So then... Um, now we go over to Drew's house, <laughs> where the season's theme of party city, <laughs> party city parties uh, continues because she's setting up a party and there's just like balloons everywhere, just like gold. What do you call the the rope on a balloon or the 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 ribbon. dangle part, the ribbon? Yeah, yeah. The <laughs> ribbons are hanging down like to the bottom of your chin. <laughs> You're standing. It's like there. a sixth grade dance. 
Oh, so Sheree shows up an hour and five minutes late. And oh. um, Drew's like, where have you been? She's like, girl, I've been crazy trying to get my event together. And what has gone wrong will go wrong. Does Ralph already have the title for a book? Because I think that might work. <laughs> so Drew's like, okay, great. Oh, by the way, there's like someone. They can show you the invoice. <laughs> and Sheree is like, well, I mean... Uh, this is all a bit much for me, this this look here. And Drew's like, well, if you'd been here, you could have had some input. And she goes, well, but since I didn't have any input, maybe I'll just give you a fourth of the invoice. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so, of course, Sheree's trying not to pay for shit, you know. And she's like, listen, I plead the fifth. I don't remember agreeing to an unreasonable amount of money for this party. And she's like, you did agree. No, I didn't agree. And then we see the little clip of Anthony, the assistant, pop up in a bubble. And he goes, you know, Sheree, she don't like to pay. And then back <laughs> to Sheree. And she's like, I'm not a cheap bitch. However, I'm not paying for other bitches' bright ideas, especially when the bitch ain't that bright. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Sheree's half was basically $1,350. She owed $1,350, which means that it was... What's this $2,700 for this party? I don't know where that $2,700 went. I mean, the food, I understand the food will, will, will bring you up. That'll take you maybe to a thousand, but where the rest, I mean, like, the, I mean, they, they gave like an itemized thing on the, on the screen, but I kind of agree with the charade. It should not have cost that much. Yeah. But you know, charade doesn't do any of the work. She just shows up. So she gave that she lady. Uh, yeah. She should know better than to let juice Adora plan it out. <laughs> exactly. It's time for a commercial. It's time for a Crappens commercial. So then, um, let's see. Uh, Sheree is talking about how she had to outsource some of the work to California. And her friend calls her. And she's in L.A. checking on the pieces. And she's like, uh, yeah, he doesn't really have a lot of the pieces. And what he does have, some looks good, but... A lot of it's just incomplete, so I don't know if you're going to like this. And she's like, this cannot be another time that I'm doing nothing but sitting on my phone ordering people around that things don't work out. <laughs> like, I have bad news for you, Sheree. You're doing that right at this minute. So, um, yeah, Sheree is freaking out. And then uh, people start arriving, and, um, uh, like, Sonya shows up and Candy, and it's just like um, – they're talking to Sheree about like her fashion show because Sheree is like, oh my god, everything's going crazy and everything. And she's like, Sheree is like telling this thing about how like, oh, she spent money because um, there's the the clothes are in L.A., but this is different than the than the samples that she had made by someone up in Alaska because those are still up in Alaska. And Candy is like, uh, did you really say your fashions are lost in Alaska? Like, come on, think harder, come up with better excuses than that. And while we're having an episode uh, about Ralph's fashion, at least in my head, because the whole episode I was like, is this just about what Ralph is trying to like gaslight us with, with his clothes? Like, am yeah. I going crazy or is the world? Because now he's wearing this sweater that you have to kind of look at it hard, but then when you do, you realize it's just a labyrinth that leads nowhere. Okay? <laughs> it's very fitting. Ralph is trying to tell us something with his fashion today. He is. The signs are everywhere. So, uh, Manietta shows up, which has no material impact on anything, as usual. <laughs> and <laughs> and very, other people show up. Kenya's cousin, Che, who we've seen over the years, and some of Marlo's friends from Florida are there. So, then Kenya and Marlo show up at the same time. 
And Kenya gets to the front door and Marlo is like, I don't know, maybe like 15 feet behind her. And Kenya's like, I am being haunted by this beast. Every time I turn around, it's like, ah! So she just goes into the party and closes the door right behind her, like basically in Marlo's face. (laughs) So everybody's like, surprise! And um, they realize that this is a joint birthday party. And Kenya's like, oh, for the Aquarius girls, I get it. (laughs) (laughs) yeah like not that enthused marlo has like she has like a little bit of a better attitude she's like even though i do not like kenya and i can't stand kenya this is fucking amazing can't nothing mess this night up so um so um her cousin stands up they all go to eat dinner and cousin Shanti stands up and she's like listen i'm just warning you i'm the emotional one but Marlo is like my mama. I call her my mama because she's always been there for me. And I'm telling you, nobody believes me. Okay. Marlo is a good person. I'm not lying. I'm not lying. And I tell her, don't fight with Kenya. Please don't argue. So Kenya, Marlo, I wish y'all had a happy birthday. Call me Kenya. Kenya, (laughs) call me. (laughs) I'll be your friend. So um, Drew's like, yeah, this is, this is, you know, our gift to you because, you know, we don't want to see you guys fight anymore. And, you know, you're both, you're sitting across from each other and your birthdays are days apart. And we really truly are making an effort to make sure you are all so good. Kenya's like not buying any of this. She's like, "Mm, no, is this like a, is this a birthday party or is it an intervention? (laughs) Which we know it's not an intervention because it's not taking place in Contessa's movie theater room with a sign outside that says admit one <laughs> um so uh, kenya's like well listen i've always said that i loved marlo in the beginning and i never said i didn't like her it's just that i give people too many chances <laughs> and marlo's like yeah but what about recently what are my chances recently and she's like well when you fall out for some when you fall out with someone you go for the jugular and you say that's why your mama doesn't want you and she's like oh, okay let's not go back six years to go okay that's not, i mean still relevant but still you know, i've done much more than that <laughs> yeah i've come up with so many other better reasons to insult you so kenya's like well we have to explain we have to because that explains why we're here now this is a clip show episode so marlo's like well we're never gonna get anywhere then and so kenya's like she's like well marlo the root of it was that you were constantly calling me a liar and so we got a flashback to what we didn't realize at the time was a pivotal fight this season, which was Marlo accusing Kenya of not being sick to help out with making cupcakes for Sheree, right? So <laughs> that's like, this is what this is all based off of. Yes. That's pretty bad. Skipping Actually. out on cupcake duty. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty bad. So, um, Drew's like, um, my mom, my mom's here. So mom, why don't you pray for us? Uh, so Jeanette prays, you know, unfortunately she didn't call that psychic who was like, you're going to be betrayed by a woman, a woman, a woman. (laughs) That's the kind of prayer we need. This is a birthday party. Okay. Yeah. Get these Jesus psychics in here. I forgot about that lady. I've been forgetting about a lot of things. Like, uh, I totally forgot that Oliver, um, Garcelle's son, older son works at Vanderpump, um, 
cocktail garden and he and like Sutton posted a photo of like visiting Vanderpump cocktail garden and sitting with Oliver and I was like oh my god and I went onto our Instagram I was like this is amazing oh my god I am ready for this and everyone's like Ben that was announced on the show like two months ago (laughs) I had completely forgotten I had like it had erased it from my mind I'm gonna blame COVID but I had totally totally forgotten that might have been the episode you weren't here for but I don't remember maybe it was when they were out of town they were out of town somewhere. And, it's just um, like a big blur. But uh, maybe maybe I, maybe that was the episode that I actually had COVID during. Because I remember yeah, who seeing knows? it. Maybe you literally had COVID. Right? I literally had COVID. Guys, don't make fun of me. Okay. <laughs> um, so uh, Drew is like, listen, you know, we're going to play a game now. Which, come on. Uh, if your yeah. show relies completely on playing games every week. You guys need to recast, okay? There. I said it. It's time to recast. This is fucking ridiculous. You're playing another Lisa Rinna game. So this one, and this is like reasonably shady, but like not witty or fun. So yeah. this is called Below the Belt. Um, and she's going to give a scenario, and then you have to say, Below the Belt. If it's Below the Belt. And I was like, mm, no, or- I need this to take place outside in somebody's driveway. You know what I, I mean? thought it was something like you have to give... <laughs> Driveway. I, like, I thought it was something like you give a fun response, but if it's below the belt, you have to take a shot. I thought the rules, honestly, the rules were a bit murky. I didn't quite understand what it was. I just saw a lot of construction paper. Um, but thankfully, this was also a relatively quick game. Um, and so basically, the first question is, how would you respond if a woman accused your man of being aggressive towards women? Theoretically, if that were to happen in this group. So Sonia's like, well, I would just say, and someone goes, don't just say, I would say, just say it. So then Sonia just stands up. She's like, bitch, you wish you had a man like that. <laughs> <laughs> bitch, you wish. So she knocks her chair over and Kenny's like, ha, 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 okay. And so she says that she and Sonia like each other. But if you come for me and I didn't send for you, bitch, I'm going to send you back. But she doesn't. <laughs> so Drew asks the next question. What if you hosted a party with a friend and then they ditched out and didn't pay their half of the bill? <laughs> very, uh, very up-to-date uh, game questions, by the way. So then... Uh, <laughs> I know, I like, wow. d- didn't prepare anything at all. <laughs> I know. She's just like going to say whatever's on her mind. Does Gouda mac and cheese help <laughs> heal ankles? Does anyone know where my dim sum cart is? Sorry, that was me getting into Sigourney Weaver's character in Working Girl, which famously she hurt her leg in that movie. Thank you so much. So Shreya's like, I am planning a fashion show, okay? And I have shit to do. And Kenny goes, oh, God, you're saying that with a $7,000 sweater on. <laughs> yeah. And so is like, okay, well, we're just going to end this game right now because I'm going to give out elaborate invitations to the She by Sheree fashion show. So they're all these kind of like, they're like cases. The invitations are like in cases. And in each case, there's like a little kind of mini mock-up, I guess, of a She by Sheree outfit. It's very like doll fashion. Yeah, it's so cute. So much it was effort. cute. But at the same time, Candy is like, Candy's like, so how many pieces do you have right now? And Sheree's like, well, I don't have anything right now. Candy's like, how are you going to spend all that money on these invitations with little outfits in them, but you couldn't get outfits made to put into your fashion show? That baffles me. I don't understand. So you guys will make fashions for Barbie? Is that what's going on? Ace, this is when you're supposed to use your peanut butter line. Come on, help your mom out. It's stuck on the roof of my line. Mouth. 
<laughs> um, so I I think it's actually a good idea. It's a good invitation. The clothes are really cute, and it turns out all of her models are tiny anyway. So you know, <laughs> they worked all fit. Out. Worked out great. They all fit. So um uh so yeah, a hundred people are going to be coming to the Shibai Shirei show, and Kenny goes, a fashion show without fashion, how dreadful! And then we see a flashback of like Dwight, sort of echoey, like. A fashion show without fashion. How dreadful. How dreadful. How dreadful. And they all give her a lot of shit for it. And they're like, how are you going to do this? It's next week, Sheree. And Marlo's like, I think it's an excuse to have a party. Listen, <laughs> don't throw stones when you live in a le- archive house. Okay? <laughs> Seriously. Um, so basically Kenya's like, yeah, I went to her model call and it was a disaster. It's like, thanks. Thanks for the support. Kenya supportive friend. So Sheree asked for a prayer from, um, pastor Jeanette for her clothes to come in by Tuesday. God is officially over it. I have to say, I don't, I don't speak for God, but I'm going to take a, a good guess that he's over it. He's like, what? <laughs> Leave me alone. It's the third time you people have called me. There have been a lot of requests from God lately on Bravo, like a lot. So let's see. So Sheree's like, I'm going to get this done no matter what. I'm going to do everything I can, which includes calling Apollo for some some unknown reason. So, yeah, so Apollo. So the next day, Sheree goes to a coffee shop. And this Rolls Royce shows up. I don't know why Apollo has a Rolls Royce. Like, I mean, I do know why he rented it for the sh- for the day, so he can show sure up in a Rolls Royce. I'm sure it's totally legit. I'm sure it's the guy who went to prison for filing off VIN numbers that he stole from dealerships <laughs> drives up in a fucking Rolls. What the hell, dude? And then he's like, he shows up, and uh, we hear like a lot of like audio clips of the past, like. Like uh, Apollo's greatest hits, which I didn't actually know he had any greatest hits, but they found some. And so, um, you know, he walks in and now he's got like a really big beard, but he also has like a really big scarf. And he also is wearing a sweater that has some sort of funkiness around the neckline. I'm like, there's too much going on right there in that region. Okay, edit one of those things, please. (laughs) Um, I like Sheree's drink order. She's like, okay, um, so... You don't have walnuts, do you? Okay. All right. So I think I'm between a light-skinned Keisha and a dirty South. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so, and, yeah. And so actually, Apollo- by the way, by the way, on that note, what really cracked me up is that, you know, as we're about to get into, Apollo is talking a lot about being in jail, being in the system, being in prison, what it was like to be around all these cons. And the entire time, he has this little, he has, like, a coffee beverage with, like, all this whipped cream on it. Like, this foofy beverage. He's like, yeah, when I was in the system, <laughs> this, like, adorable, like, like hot cocoa. Little right sprinkles on top. <laughs> Doing hard time. Licking a cake pop with his other. <laughs> Uh, so Sheree's like, well, you know, I'm doing this fashion show now, and everything's 11th hour. And he's like, well, the thing about you is you have resilience, and I'm sure it's going to be a success. And if you need anything, anything, I'm always here. I'll take 20000 for that rolls out there, actually. Do you have any cash on you? And she's like, actually, I do need something. You know how I've been working on Shiba Sheree? Well, I've added men. And so would you be interested in being a male model? <laughs> and he's like, well, I may still have a little sexy in me. She goes, yes, you do. And you also have a little bit of whipped cream on your nose. If you, here's a napkin. There you go. 
<laughs> um, I want to finish this cake pop, but it's going to be really hard to do without it being a plane. Okay, give it to me. Brrr, here it comes. Brrr, here it comes. Open the plane tunnel. Open the plane tunnel. So um, Sheree asks Apollo how he's been doing, and he's like, oh, you know what? Like, when my ex left me, she left me to die. And Phaedra, she just left me to rot, and that's how it looked. And when it first happened, she wasn't there. And my sentencing, she wasn't there. And my self-surrender, surrender, she wasn't there. The, I mean, the only time she really was there was when I ambushed her with a power drill in the garage. Yeah, but- <laughs> exactly. She was there when you were chasing her around with a fucking drill in the garage. You gotta love this edit. She's like, I just can't believe it. She wasn't there for me. You know, when I was hiding all of my stuff so the FBI couldn't take it in Candy's garage? Oh, she wasn't even there for me. I mean, what a cold, cold woman. Uh, I'm sorry, Apollo. I can't hear you over the sound of your uh, peppermint swizzle stick stirring in your cup. (laughs) (laughs) So he's like, um, you know, everyone... It, it, it basically everybody fell fell off and what what's going on with your loyalness and she's like well i was dating tyrone and tyrone was in prison and we just talked about anything and everything for approximately three minutes once every <laughs> other week yeah and apollo's like oh yeah that's funny because i ran into tyrone when he was in the system we were both uh, waiting in line for some uh, pumpkin lattes. It's a favorite thing. <laughs> and uh, he told me you guys were dating, and I was like, whatever. And he's like, no, that's my girl. And she goes, I fell in love with the guy. He goes, oh, well, uh, yeah, I guess he put it down good. So she tells him the whole thing about what happened in Philadelphia, how she got stood up, etc. And uh, he's like, yeah, I mean, it's funny, because like, you'd see a guy in visitation and this week, and then the next thing he's like with another girl another week, and you know they just all tell, they're always on the phone being like, oh, I love you, I love you, I love you. Sheree's face is like, really? <laughs> this is not why I called you here. He's like, yeah, and all the guys do it. You know, I love you, I love you. We're going to move in together. Right after this, we're going to be together forever, and it's all bullshit. And she's like, oh, well, I guess it helps time go by he's like yeah and then the guy comes home and he just shits all over the women and now all those poor poor stupid women who believed him they're just at square one meanwhile he was just sitting there sipping pumpkin lattes and knitting cable knit sweaters (laughs) have you ever had a cinnamon mint mocha macchiato delicious so sheree's like well it's uh funny or i guess some people would say sad because i reached out to him recently and he answered oh, on the Sheree, first ring. God. Why, Sheree? And why do you care that he answered on the first ring? There's no value in that. And so she says that they talked briefly. And then um, since then, he's been calling and texting nonstop. And Apollo says it right. He goes, yeah, that's going to mess up everything you're doing. <laughs> I mean, no I guess. Protected. Yeah. And she's like, you know, it's just so much negative energy. And I need to get that shit out of, out of my life. And he's like, uh-huh. She's like, hold on. Bloop, 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 bloop. I love you. Come back to me. Like, okay. <laughs> Get rid of him. We've heard that before. And then you called him. Come on. No, Sheree. No, 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 no. Okay. He is an illusion. And he's going to drag you down. You have to focus on your future and your successes. Okay. But at least next week we get to see him. So next week we finally get the She by Sheree fashion show. Although in my mind, I'm suspecting that what's going to happen is it's going to be the lead up. And then it's going to be like, where is... Uh, you know, like, when's this fashion show going to start? Is it ever going to work? And it'll be a to be continued. And then the following week will be, I suspect, the season finale. Ooh. That's my theory. 
That's my Here very uninteresting theory. Lyron really... is in the building. And then we <laughs> get to see Dwight, which will be fun. They did a little remix of Dwight. Yes, they did. The <laughs> I like that. So here we go. And of course, Kenya is going to be having kind of a competing event. It's like, welcome to Kenya More Hair Care. Very, uh, um, it's very much like Reza with his like Reza B obsessed hairline that he debuted in like a Sally Beauty, like 45 minutes north of Las Vegas. Yeah, when Destiny was having her event. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, thank you so much for being with us today. We'll talk to you tonight over on Take a Seat, 7 p.m. Check out Winter is Crappening, our Game of Thrones pod. And, uh, I, oh, this week, also, just so you know, we're not doing Married to Medicine recap this week. We are going to do the reunion for Real Housewives of Dubai. So check that out. We won't be here Wednesday, but we will be back Thursday with Dubai. So we will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. Watch What Crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors. Ain't no thing like Allison King. Ashley Saboni, she don't take no baloney. Dana C. Dana do. She's not just a Sheila, she's a Daniela. Itchels. Aaron McNicholas, she don't miss no trickleus. Ava Nagila Weber. Jamie, she has no less namey. Sip some scotch with Jessica Trotch. Just saying, okay. She's always supplying, it's Kelly Ryan. Kristen the Piston Anderson. Let's give a kisserino to Lisa Lino. Megan Berg, you can't have a burger without the Berg. Sarah Greenwood, she only uses her power for good. The Bay Area Betches, Betches. And our super premium sponsors. Always the wiser, it's Allison Weasler. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Better do what she says, it's Elva Enriquez. Can't have a meal without the Emily Sides. Hail the cork master, the master of the cork, it's Jennifer Corcoran. We will, we will, Joanna Rockland, you. My favorite Murdo. Karen McMurdo. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. We want to hang with Liz Lang. The incredible edible Matthew sisters. No one makes us feel well like Megan Cap Sewell. Nancy Cease and DeSisto. Give him hell, Miss Noel. Paging Page Mills, Paging Page Mills. She's the queen bee, it's Sarah Lemke. Shannon, out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrinking Violet Kuchar. We love you guys.